Uh, y is... Wait, no. Now I'm nope. skipping letters. <laughs> Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am Annie. I'll be your host tonight. Thank you so much for listening. We are so glad that you're here. As you know, the Mickey Dudes are like a box of chocolates. You never know which dudes you're going to get. Tonight we have, from Houston, Texas, Mr. Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. That alters the homing signal, and that's not good. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I don't know how, but I did. Um, from uh, Orlando, Florida, we have Dave uh, Cott. <laughs> Debbie was sick, so the union sent me. I knew you were going to say that. Man, all I could think was Dave McBride there for a second. That was really weird. Where did you get that? Dave McBride, he's one of the, the, the Radio, Radio Harambe. Harambe. Yeah, I know that, but still. You guys can have like a Dave throwdown about the Frozen ride. Oh yeah, I embrace our Frozen overlords. (laughs) Me too. Uh, On that note, from Sacramento, California, we have Daniel Cohen. Dan, we're pollinators. (laughs) I actually forgot that you were going to say that. It was a nice treat. Sounds good. All right. Well, um, before we get started, Dave, you were just in Hollywood Studios now. How was it? It was fun. I uh, got home from work today and just happened to go on the app just uh, just to uh, out of curiosity to see what they were offering today. And I noticed that uh, it was for annual pass holders. It was actually green. So I was actually able to uh, quickly sign on and uh, get a reservation to uh, go visit uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, which is very rare for AP holders. I got in around 4.30, was able to get everything done. Obviously, sans uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, so because I was still at work when the last set of, um, I guess, uh, virtual queue spots are given out to that. So I stayed out of Galaxy's Edge, and I, I went in. I rode the Tower of Terror. Then I went over to Toy Story Land. I rode um, Slinky Dog. Uh, then went over to uh, Toy Story. I finally was able to make the, uh, I guess, the uh, alien ship uh, in the Ring Tours game uh, take off, and it showed the uh, the the uh, robot that opens his mouth and just started shooting all the. Uh, rings into his mouth but yet you know it's always the case every time i go to the uh studios i leave a little beaver you know so Uh, (laughs) (laughs) well it sounds like a a wonderful trip (laughs) have you ever heard of something called the paralysis of choice Mm -hmm. oh and then i as i walked out i rode mickey and minnie's runaway railway and yep and then literally left the studios at uh, 
7.48, pulled in to record this podcast at uh, 7.56 (laughs) in my apartment. Amazing. Dan, what were you commenting about? Oh, I was going to say that there were so many choices of jokes that I froze. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't... (laughs) I couldn't come up with one. Anytime I go over to, I I cannot leave DHS when you know you go to Toy Story. I can't leave DHS without getting me some beaver. You know? Makes sense. Or sometimes you know they also um, they can also get me a little here uh, comes cat if I get a little bit of uh, extra points. So you know, I don't know. I'm living large. You know. <laughs> I felt that way when I'm I a good I'm a good player at Toy Story Midway Mania. What can I say? You know, some guys got it, I got it. <laughs> well, that that is quite a start to the old podcast today. Don't, uh, I guess don't we will get the player, in the game. How uh, how does the virtual queue work during this? Like they still do it the same way. You still have to get same there. Same exact way. You got to get there, and it's gone within fifteen seconds. So, are there fewer? I see there's fewer, like fewer slots for people if it's gone right away, or just everybody get, gets them? Because obviously, there's like far fewer people in the parks. I guess. I guess that well, they still have to have a certain capacity per boarding group so that they can properly social distance the queue. So, I guess. The smaller crowds and the smaller numbers, I guess it all comes out in the wash, but within 15 seconds, they're they're gone. It's interesting. You just would think that, I don't know, you'd think there would be something different happening with it, but. No, it's still a bad house over there, yeah. (laughs) Interesting. I just can't, I I don't know. I I don't watch many like people who are there. If I do, you know, people are distant, so you don't really see as much, you don't get as much of a feel for like, what it's like there i feel like now the or supply the supply kind of go the supply and the demand are still the same so it's just That's on a, a it's it. yeah it's it's on a micro level rather than on a macro level so there's still that competition for a spot yeah that makes sense that's a good way to put it <laughs> well i guess we'll get on to our main topic then if no one has anything else to add Ah, silence. Okay, so our main topic today, because it's back to school time, we are going to be getting back to basics, and we're going to be making the Mickey Dudes ABCs. Each of us has letters assigned to us. We'll go through the entire alphabet, and at the end, we'll have the official Mickey Dudes Disney World ABCs. Now, I have a question for you with this one, Annie. Can we give categories answers where... You give an answer, comma, the first part of it? Yeah, I mean, I feel pretty willy-nilly about this, to be honest. Okay. If we were playing actual categories, it would be a whole different story. I would be very persnickety about people's answers. But as far as this goes, yeah, go just do whatever you want. Is persnickety even a word? Definitely. <laughs> if willy-nilly sounds... is, then persnickety is definitely a word. It, 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 sounds, it sounds like it would be Yiddish. I say I said willy nilly and persnickety, haven't I? Yes. I just say I'll say anything. All right. (laughs) Learn something every day. Well, 
We start off, of course, at the beginning with the letter A. Jeff, what do you have for the letter A? Oh, my goodness. It was hard for me to get off this one, but I'm going straight to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, that uh, that place is, is literally, if, there were, if Disney World is my second home, then this would be my vacation home at my second home, I guess, if you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, Such we, excess. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's so it's so meta. Um, I think it was built about two thousand two, something like that. Anyway, uh, we stumbled across uh, we uh, going there uh, on its opening month, opening summer actually. Um, fell in love with it immediately. It was just so different from what you know us Midwesterners are used to seeing this great great African culture. Uh, so eventually we bought in DVC there. So yeah, I'm going with Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, home away from home, away from home. <laughs> Which takes us to B for bourgeois. <laughs> <laughs> so bougie. I, uh, I have not stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge personally, but I've definitely been there and I, I like it. I mean, it's not for. Every, it's obviously not for everybody, Joe. Uh, Joe, make you do, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> he he stayed there, you know, because he, he some a friend loaned him some points. But uh, I think he 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 needs to revisit it with his wife because it's basically all shut down right now. It's kind of it's it's a literally the shining. You know, we made that joke, the shining hotel, but under so, the overlook, um, because it's just nobody there. From yeah, it's no restaurants opening. Nothing, nothing's open. So I, I don't know how you can kind of get a good sampling of it that way. But it's just my take. Yeah, I gotta give it a fair chance. I, I think I like it better than I like Animal Kingdom, the park, personally. If I had you to take offer, or leave one, you offer some filet mignon. They still prefer Chuck. <laughs> In more ways than one. Don't insult See Chuck. What I did there. Nice. All right. Well, that brings us to the letter B. Dave, what do you have for the letter B? Did I have letter B? I don't. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. You did. Actually, actually, it's the it's the first one on top of there. I did do letter B. Big Thunder Mountain Railway. Good choice. And this actually is a. Um, it wasn't one of my first loves. I found it just rickety and just like just. You know, it was a children's coaster. It was okay. You know, it was okay. But as I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm really enjoy. I'm actually enjoying this ride for what it is. I like being whipped around on it. I guess I've rode it so many times now that I'm immune to roller coasters because I'm not really feeling the inertia anymore. And like, it doesn't really, it real. I really don't feel the. Uh, I guess the churning that I used to. I guess I'm just being used to being a Floridian in, in tourist town. Since but, your body adjusted. Yeah. But the one thing that I really love about this one, and somebody pointed it out, the attention to detail in this attraction is absolutely amazing. From going up in the cave, the way they have the stalactites and the stalagmites, to the town of Tumbleweed, and all the little and, and, and all the little gags that you see throughout um be it the um, the possums, the goats, all of these little things. Every time I every time I go around, because you know you kind of look one way, you look another way, you kind of go in really fast. I'm finding now that every time I ride it, I'm seeing another little detail that I never noticed before, and the nuances of this ride are just entertaining to find out. It's like it's like playing Where's Waldo. So I'm gonna go with B for Big Thunder Mountain Railway. 
That's awesome. I love that. That's like the perfect little encapsulation of the reason that we all end up falling in love with Disney in the first place is all these little extras where you think you're just riding a, you know, mine cart roller coaster that you've ridden at every park around the country. And then it's not. It's like much more than that. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. What was I going to say about I had another comment. Now I already forgot. Good hosting skills here on display for all of you. I think we all are big thunder stands, right? We all we're all like big thunder. Yeah, I think it's a great choice. I of uh, it's probably my favorite. It's certainly my favorite ride at Magic Kingdom, and uh, I remember it's very much like a better version of Adventure Express at Kings Island, which <laughs> was is no my favorite fake ending. <laughs> which yeah, right? Which, which which is my always my, my favorite ride at Kings Island because I'm not really that much of a the things that Dave didn't like about it when he was younger, that it's not like a, a real roller coaster. It's not super scary. Those are the things that make me like it as a roller coaster. So right. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy the theming and I enjoy that I'm not, you know, being dropped plummeting down a, a you know, a, a vast canyon or something. I love the little rumbly back and forth bit. That's yeah. Oh, I am going to add one little caveat to that. If yes. I did have my druthers of which one I would want to ride, it would definitely be Disneyland Paris because that, after riding it in Paris, it's ruined for me everywhere else. Oh, interesting. In Paris, it's its own island. So you actually have a plummet in through a uh, tunnel and you come out where, uh, I guess, where Tom Sawyer Island would be. And it's just Big Thunder Mountain Railway. So that's, that's kind of... Cool. Yeah, I need to check out a YouTube video of that one. Right there, it's it's just it's so much more thrilling in Paris than it is in um, California or uh, Florida. So, I um, as much as I love it there, you know, if I can do it again, (laughs) I want to be I want to do it in Paris. (laughs) All right, (laughs) Dan, letter C, please. What have you got, sir? Well, I. I'm a nostalgia guy, and I don't know that there's anything more nostalgic at Disney World than the Carousel of Progress. I was going to so, say, Dan, nostalgia starts with N. <laughs> Sorry, Dan I, didn't, I didn't get I didn't get N. Yeah, I, I, I'm just picking anything. <laughs> um, I really care. Care starts with a C about Splash Mountain, and I didn't get S, but I care about Splash Mountain. No. Um, <laughs> the Carousel of Progress is my answer for C. I I know that it could use an update. I know that the animatronics sometimes do creepy, in, in you know, inhuman things. Uh, <laughs> but I love it, and the song is it, it delightful, and it's an, a real earworm. Uh, it's just has such a warm feel you you get like that flair there's that sort of uh old-fashioned flair that only those rides that walt and those that group of folks had something to do with have it's that's got this like it's a very endearing quality and even though it, it it could use an update from whatever it was 2000 uh, <laughs> it it's still just a really engaging good old millennium ride. yeah so that's my answer. Let's see. 
I also want to say that I got very bad letters overall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad who got X. I have X. <laughs> mm. All right. See, so now we're on to D, and I had D. Um, so I had a few things I thought about for D. You know how I always love to have my dummy answers for things. So I considered the dolphin. We've got, you know, stuff like the Dockside Diner. But in the end, I had to choose something that was a little more iconic. And I chose D is for driving under the Disney World sign. Because what is more Disney World than driving under the big arch when you get there, whether you're in a bus or a car, or even if you live there and... (laughs) <laughs> like, you just want to drive under it for funsies. Or if you're me, who actually had to drive under it to go get my COVID-19 test. <laughs> yes. Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> That's, did you expect to be... You can mark that on your bucket list. Your, like, Disney bucket list. COVID that was test. one of those what just happened moments. <laughs> you are awake. Oh, that, that's a good, this is real life. <laughs> COVID testing. COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> Not so bad. For those of you who don't know, they do offer free COVID testing for um, cast members and for the community. So, yeah, oh, nice. free COVID testing. So. <laughs> they they should like spice it up somehow, like have a have Mickey do it or something, or have Mickey just be there in like a doctor outfit, maybe, or maybe just Mickey like. In one of those plague costumes? Uh, if it's not Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, it just won't work. <laughs> just have Beaker just running around screaming the whole time. Yes. <laughs> It'll really add to the ambiance. Yes. Uh, but in any case, I picked Driving Under the Disney World sign because there's no better thing to represent Disney World for the letter D than that. So... Uh, next, after D, we have the letter E, which was Dave's. Okay, so this one I got creative with because I was actually doing your assignment while I was walking around Disney trying to figure out what I was going to be talking about today. And I happened to be... It might even be easier that way, really. Well, (laughs) I happened to be in the Toy Story Midway Mania line, and that's when I realized that my E is the Etch-A-Sketch Concentration Puzzles. In Toy Story Midway Mania, uh, the ro- the attraction broke down, and we had a wait. A co- it was a 10-minute wait, which turned into a 25-minute wait, and I decided to wait it out in the queue. And they have these Etch-A-Sketches that just basically create these puzzles that um, are like the old game concentration, where you figure, where you just put two different, you know, you uh, use the syllables of the different pictures to create a phrase. And uh, let me see if I can share some of them because I took some pictures to hopefully share with share on the Mickey Dudes uh, website one day. Uh, a glass of beer plus E plus N, and what they're trying to go for is ale, so it's alien, and they have one of the three-eyed aliens at the the claw. <laughs> <laughs> And then they have one that I haven't really guessed the phrase, and it looks like it looks like some type of uh, I guess plane with a thumbs up and a Z, and then uh, wind blowing and a and a bullseye dart. 
flies you blow dart. <laughs> that one, I Wind that's blowing. what I flies you blow dart. I figured it out. That's gonna we have to, you have to post that. Uh, yeah, I have to push to, to figure out this it. one because what I was doing was I was just I, I was one of the only people in the queue today, and I was I figured sad. that right like the wind bullseye. Like, I was right like the wind bullseye. Oh, you're right. Wow, right. you've ruined it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured. I was just taking pictures around because I figured, you know, I'm the only one in this queue at the moment. And it's just, again, going back to the nostalgia, it's just pure childhood in there. So I figured that our uh, listeners on our Facebook uh, page might in who follow it might enjoy seeing some of the larger-than-life toy icons that we all grew up in, grew up with. So I just started snapping pictures and then... I was just stuck in front of this Etch-A-Sketch, and I'm like, wait a minute, I have my E. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I mean, that's like something very specific to Disney World, so that's very cool. I like solid answer. All right, Daniel, so the pressure's on. What have you got for F? <laughs> well, I don't recall seeing F on my list, but... Um, really? I'm pretty sure it wasn't, but are I will go with next. Figment. It's on there. C S I L O R U. That was low hanging fruit. Is my answer low hanging fruit? But I mean, there's so many F ones. There's so many F well, words that I like dragon. to use on this podcast. <laughs> there's you there's do have F. Of, I saw it. Flight of passage. There's uh, France Pavilion. There's no, no, Figment. you were right. No, you're right. Figment's the right, right one, answer. though. Yep, totally. Yeah. Right again, answer. I go with nostalgia. I go with what. I loved as a kid and I still love today even in its eh, slightly flawed form I uh, slightly two, flawed two more that's, S. that's generous you know I was gonna Figment call it bastardized <laughs> I would if I was gonna get a Disney tattoo which I would never do I would get a figment tattoo <laughs> I saw um they released some figment merch for uh I guess food and wine yeah I, I need to get the measuring cups they have uh, the little garbage can salt and pepper shakers that are super cute. There's some crazy looking pants, too. I really hope they're you know, pajama pants. Growing up, I judged people for having tchotchke in their house. And like, yeah. now it's like, I'm like, I have to have it. <laughs> now you, you understand. Know, I like to have a tchotchke. I made I made fun of I, I made fun of my cousins for having a bust of Mayor McCheese in their in their living room. Ah. But <laughs> now I want that. Where did you get that? <laughs> I don't know. I once ventured into the realm of vintage cookie jars, and I quickly had to back out. It seems like a really dangerous. <laughs> the McCheese thing reminded me of it because there's lots of McDonald's vintage McDonald's cookie jars that are pretty dope, if I may use the word. <laughs> this is so big. I, I think the key to any collection is collect something small. Well, you say that, but look at your pin collection, sir. My, my pin collection <laughs> is big, but the pins individually are small. <laughs> <laughs> but I made the mistake of the, the, you know, those old snow globes that they used to sell at the Disney store, the big ones. I've got like 25 of those things, and it, they're like a an albatross around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I want to move or go anywhere, right? 
you know, nobody Big cross and albatross. <laughs> it's so many. There's, I mean, they're big. They're twenty pounds. There's, I have a. There's a Captain Hook snow globe that has got to be twenty pounds. And you can't fly with them. You can't fly with them. You can't fly with a giant. You couldn't buy them a seat. That would probably be the easiest way to do it. To I guess you could <laughs> buy them a seat. Yeah. Uh, no, you can't because they're liquid. Yeah. Uh, be... I think if it's sealed, I think you can still do it. Well, you couldn't back in the day. That's why they died, wasn't it? Wasn't that the whole issue? Was that people stopped buying snow globes because you couldn't fly back? Maybe. I used to just have them shipped home. True. Well, anyway. in any case, figment. Figment. So, <laughs> After F comes G, which is Jeff's. Oh, G. Jeff's? <laughs> um, I'm going with Ghost Host. Um, yeah. yeah. So Paul Freeze does the Ghost Host. Um, I went to do a deep dive of Paul Freeze. If you're not familiar with him, he's uh, considered man of a million voices or, or whatever. Um, he, he's pretty... Uh, pretty uh well versed in almost every cartoon in my life lifetime <laughs> growing up but <laughs> it kind of blows you away a little bit but that's that's what i'm going with paul freeze i think a lot of people think it's um um what's his face um oh geez i knew i would do this uh thorough raven thorough ravenscroft um no the guy from uh that did the voiceover on the michael jackson um uh, thriller song um uh, they always mistake him for uh, O.J. Simpson. Yeah, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> um, so, <That's> <laughs> uh, noted voice actor O.J. Oh, Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Yeah. Known for nothing else. Yeah, he did such an amazing job. I guess he just he sounds like Vincent Price in a, in a way. Anyway, that's what I'm going with. Ghost Vincent host. Price. That is my really great Vincent Price impression. Here's your hands, Edward. <laughs> Uh, I like that I like Ghost Host Uh, I mean it's iconic Disney World experience to ride the Haunted Mansion he's a narrator of the absolutely best attraction at Disney World so you can't go wrong with that is that your position (laughs) the Haunted Mansion is the best best attraction no that's not true I've went on on record saying that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is the best attraction now, so wow. you, you kids need to ride it someday soon. It's really, it's really. You just say because you know. Well, nothing can stop argue. us now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme song, I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! All right. Well, on that note, let's go to H, which is Dave. And I'm just going to piggyback off of of uh, Jeff's you great segue because I'm going to say Haunted Mansion as a whole. Nice. Because it's just uh, I'm relati- I didn't, relatively new to Disney and in in the fact that um, I've only been going for a decade and uh, my first trip ever in 2010 I did four parks in a day and I just basically went and just hit the major attractions for the first time just to say that I did uh, that I did them and Magic Kingdom was my last one that day I started with Animal Kingdom finished with Magic Kingdom and my first ride ever in the Magic Kingdom was the Haunted Mansion so right there it has a has a uh, soft spot in my heart and because of that too once I came out of the Haunted Mansion 
I took my spot right in front of the Hall of Presidents and saw my first ever Main Street Electrical Parade, first Disney parade ever. So I have a very um, soft spot for that attraction and everything that um, Jeff said about Haunted Mansion, he pretty much embodied my answer. So we're going to move on. Like a newborn baby, a soft spot. (laughs) (laughs) What's the real word for that? I can't remember. Fontanelle. 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 I was going to say something else, but it's not it. Sounds like a 50s doo-wop band, doesn't it? The Fontanelle. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Good. Either that, Good. either that, or something you go to the uh, board of health about. <laughs> but we won't go there. Um, well, on that note, Dan, you have I. I do, and if anybody recognizes my uh, introduction tag, you have to know that I'm going to pick. It's tough to be a bug. Yeah. It's also one of the few I attractions. Shoulder high uh, waist. Shoulder high waist. <laughs> I, I love it. My favorite thing. I think I've said this before, but I. But do you love the taste? <laughs> I do, of course, absolutely. Uh, my favorite thing about it's tough to be a bug. I've said this. I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but I love the abject terror that a small child feels in that ride. That's so I was going to say abject horror. I wish I would have said it because it would have been funny. Anyway, go ahead. It's just that it seems so innocuous. It's the, you know, cute bugs. But then, like, there are some scary parts. And you're sitting in that bench and, like, they poke you in the back and they, like, crawl under your butt. And they spray, and, you know, air pokes you in the face. And uh, I love when Hopper that. comes down. Yeah, I was going to so say Hopper, Hopper alone. And so it's already getting them on edge. And then Hopper, like, comes down. It's this huge animatronic, and he's pretty intimidating. And it's just so funny when, like, the kids go from laughing to terror. What about (laughs) the spiders that come down? Oh, God. I mean, the spiders scare me. They start moving down the aisles to get to the exit. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) Jackson loves it, too. On my defunct B-Ticket blog, I had a whole... uh, and a whole post about kids freaking out about that ride because I think it's so funny. It, it just is. I don't know. The, the just the horror because it does. You're right. It does start out kind of funny and then it, it goes to from terror. you know one to twenty like really quickly. Oh yeah, Rem- I made that blog post because remember I found all those reviews where people were claiming that like the bees broke their skin when they stung them and all this like <laughs> yeah yeah all this drama all this you, you know, know it's interesting bakery. as we're talking this through this was eisner's baby and um it's interesting that was his era and also alien um uh, extra extraterrestrial or whatever Ter- it's called terrestrial Ter- yes. terrestrial terror- yes. people ramp it up wasn't he he's trying to get, yeah. get wait a minute People actually complained that the bees broke their skin. Yes. Maybe they've been seriously. Down. I don't remember it ever being bad, but seriously, no, some bad. some people just need to be taken out back and just smacked <laughs> upside the head with a sack of doorknobs. Or stung with a bunch of bees, which whichever you want to choose. Ah, the bee yeah. bit my bottom. Now my bottom big. <laughs> That's a Disney uh. reference now. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> everything's a Disney reference now. <laughs> yes, Disney owns everything. Um, it's tough to be a bug. I keep we we get so off track. I love it. Okay, <laughs> Jay, we're on Jay. Jay for Jeff. Jeff oh my, Jay. we're Jay. Um, I'm not going very far from Animal Kingdom Lodge because I'm going to go with Jay as Jico. Um, Jico is their uh, signature experience restaurant at uh, uh, at um, Jump Jumbo House, and uh, it's just delightful. It's it's an amazing place, and I don't know. We went there the first year we went, and we just went there last year. So it's it's just continually uh, impressive. I have not been to Jico yet, and I really need to go at some point. I've been to Boma, but not. Chico. Anyone else have feelings about Chico? <laughs> or is it's, Jeff the only one that's been there? It's great. Wow, there you have it. Chico, it's great. It, it's really, really good. <laughs> All right, well, after J comes K, and I have K, so I went with Kona. Kona Cafe at um, Polynesian. Polynesian. Um, I have only had breakfast there, but it's basically the only place that, like, it might be the only place that I make a reservation every trip, come to think of it, like, consistently, to go have breakfast there. Um, now, I am not a Tonga Toast person. I respect its clout. However, I'm a macadamia nut pancake person, but regardless... It is great for breakfast. Has it, who, who's eating there? Who wants to talk about not breakfast there? Has anyone eaten there for not breakfast? Or are we all just uh, Yeah, I have. I've, I've eaten there for all three courses. Is yeah. it good? Um, it is good. It is Round good out my, my choice here. <laughs> the breakfast is definitely the star, uh, but there are good items at all. Like the seafood items for dinner are pretty good, and the desserts are pretty good. They've got these little, like... Uh, these little like moose and pudding cup things that are moose and squirrel. Yes, moose and squirrel. Uh, <laughs> I, Is that they just are, yet? Uh, probably. The <laughs> you know that movie came out in the year two thousand. Um, yes, with Piper Perabo, Coyote Ugly fame. Uh, no, I, I I don't think that. I would go out of my way to go there for dinner or lunch because it's not really the. It's not what it does best, but you know. It's so good, I should make good... K for Kona breakfast. Is what Kona I should breakfast. do. I think so. I'm doing I, it. Yeah, I'm I love it. I love their their dinner there. Two reasons I love it. One of them is it's you can actually get in there, <laughs> um, yeah, versus yeah. Ohana. But uh, the other one is their sticky wings. Uh, we'd be remiss for not mentioning their glorious, glorious uh, sticky wings. It's some of the best stuff on the planet. <laughs> so. I'm gonna. What is right. I'm gonna what invite Dan to go wing? back there and have some of those sticky wings. What All right, I'm doing it. I mean, I there. assume it's a chicken wing, but what's sticky about like, it? Like Korean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Know. Exactly. That sounds great, Jeff. You're on. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, after K comes L. Dan, you've got L. Where I'm going back L? to Epcot. To, in my opinion, the the best attraction at Epcot, living with the land, Heck and yeah. it's yeah. two L's, so I get extra <laughs> <Double> points. points. <laughs> um, 
I love living with the land. I think that it it represents the sort of spirit of the educational spirit of Epcot. It's entertaining. The boring. Yeah, the boring thing that the only adults like. I say um, that lovingly. It's such a great. It's it's just such a great ride, and it's I I am very uh, passionate about rides that give you big bang for your buck in terms of time, and it's a fifteen minute ride also. So. You learn a lot. You learn about aquaculture and aquaponics and hydroponics. And did you make me ride that? A hundred percent. I'm sure I did. You did, didn't you? I think yeah, I was anti land. I ride it a few times every time I go. I think I. I think I remember being anti land, and you made me do it. And then you agreed that it was amazing. It's true. I feel like I remember being like, "Yeah, it has no line because nobody wants to ride it." Dan. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that was just no, you're, I was you're a flawed correct. thinking. Yeah. You were correct, I know. And it's also because, especially if you go in the morning, there's no line because everybody's rushing to get on Soren. Um, but I just love it, love everything about it. Yes, period. I mean, period. I with think tea. I think oh, we yeah. all agree. We all stand the land. Oh yeah, and they plussed it this last Christmas with the Christmas decorations. So that's that's even another layer of amazing. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I like when they do the like low key Christmas decoration thing mm. like that. I'm into it. All right, I have M, and uh, obviously I picked Muppet Vision. Um, it would be wrong of this list to have no Muppet inclusion, so it's very important to have them here. And Muppet Vision is, I mean, it really kind of proves to be a timeless attraction, doesn't it? What other attraction could be there unchanged for so long and not be, like, hopelessly dated? It's kind of amazing when you think about it. But in any case, who doesn't love Muppet Vision? I mean, yeah, Muppet, Muppet Vision is my, is my, um... For sure, all day. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, me and Dave tend to go there and hang out a lot. Mm-hmm. You hang out at Muppet Vision? Oh yeah, we just hang out there, smoke a few doobies, and <laughs> just hang out. How you doing? Welcome to my park. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see Dan's face right now. I feel like you're just like, what just happened? <laughs> I, I was just you should see us. Dude. You should see us tap dance with the. Um, with flower pots on our heads. Yeah, so Muppets. But, I love right. it. Let's move on to N then. Enough said about the Mups. Uh, you've got N, Dave. What you yes, got? Yes, I do. Uh, so this one, I I was. The, yes, I was getting very specific with some of them. So this one, I actually wanted to go a little bit more uh, broad on. And I'm just going to say nature at Walt Disney World. All of these experiences that you can do outdoors, be it uh, horseback riding, be it, um, you know, uh, just taking taking a run uh, through a nice nature trail at Fort Wilderness. Uh, they have the Wilderness Back Trail. Uh, Segway adventure, you know, even just even if it's just something as just kind of just walking around the lake and watching the ducks, or um, you know, 
spotting rabbits or every now and then the occasional gator and everything. You know, you are in the middle of Florida swampland and you're in a working e- ecosystem. So just enjoy the nature around you and just watch the circle of life um, unfold. Except not at the lodge because then you'll have, um, you'll just see cast members power washing rocks. <laughs> I don't know if we see the full circle of life. But yes, I. I mean, nature at Disney, like nature is the the whole backdrop of Disney, really. And that even includes Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and the park and the lodge and all of that, you know. So yeah, nature and 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 the living seas, all of these all of these encounters with nature. Definitely. Well, I mean, think about like boat transportation. You can't go on a boat without. Water, which is nature, yeah, big lake, and you get and and it's such and it's so serene, and and then you have these beautiful sunsets, and you know, there's no way I'm getting up for sunrises, but you know, you have some beautiful sun sunsets that you can just take in, especially over Bay Lake, and you know, they're really they're really pretty at uh, Epcot over uh, seven uh, over uh, not um, World Showcase Lagoon, so yeah, nature. One of my best, uh, one of my best memories was just this year. Actually, um, we stayed the very first night that you could stay at Disney um, was at Bay Lake Tower. Uh, none of the transportation was running yet, and so we went out and just hunt, just explored the uh, at night the uh, Bay Lake side of uh, Contemporary, and went way out on that. It's a long dock, and you go way out on the end of it. And it just it felt like we were the only people on the planet. I mean, there was no boats running. Yeah, you could just hear crickets. Uh, you could, like, like uh, Dave said, you could see these uh, um, herons like uh, hunting for frogs. We saw one get a frog. So there's your circle of life, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay, I guess you do experience. I guess so. <laughs> uh, it was just amazing experience. It's, it's just, I guess that Disney magic kind of thing. You don't, if you're, if you're not looking for it, sometimes it just hits you. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That is a good story. I like that a lot. Um... Beautiful. Okay. Well, on that note, all right, Dan, you got to follow up nature <laughs> with, <laughs> with the letter O. <laughs> so what you got? O proved to be a challenge. Um, but fortunately, being a, a DBC owner at the Polynesian, the, the biggest O attraction of them all, Ohana, which Jeff already mentioned, is what I choose. It's just a, a great family style restaurant at the Polynesian it's one of the I would say one of like the signature attractions for for family dining at Walt Disney World uh the food is great the atmosphere is great uh and uh that's all I got to say about it Ohana. it means family it means family <laughs> that's what I heard <laughs> hey, speak so being timely do you guys think it's going to be converted to Moana the Polynesian uh the well, they already converted the carpet on Hoana to uh, Moana-themed carpet, so I'm just wondering if, if do you think they'll like go all in on Moana, like make it a Moana uh, meal-themed meal. Yeah. I would be okay Maybe. with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they can't just have it be both. You know, like, just have our Polynesian friends, Lilo and Stitch and Moana and... Yeah. 
Maybe, yeah, you could do all of them. It doesn't have to be a zero-sum game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why not. People cool. still love Stitch, right? I mean, he's still just as popular as he always was. Yeah. Well, there's only one. Who else can you have from Moana? I mean, I guess you can have Maui, but they haven't had a Maui, had they? Have they? You could have Maui. You can have the little chicken man. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, 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 you can't have a walk around chicken. I so I looked this up today, in fact, because of the discussions of uh, you know the transforming Polynesian Resort, and uh, there was uh, they rolled out a full on um, Maui in Shanghai. Of course, they get all the really cool characters, but um, you know he's he's full on man. He's too he uh, had a friend, discussion with a friend. He's just too huge. I mean, if, if they went all in on Maui, man, he wouldn't be able to fit through the aisles of the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's just a hard one to do. I mean, any character that is showing skin, as we see with Tarzan and Mowgli, is difficult. And then if you add on top of it that he's got to be giant, muscular, tattooed. Yeah. Polynesian man, we <laughs> like. What do you What do you even do? Because the, the only other alternative is then to have like a big old bodysuit, but that's not going to read right. well in to at all. At all. I mean, we've seen it. Mowgli looks weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks weird, but it's even weirder to be interacting with someone in their underwear. So I don't know what they can do about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe just retire Mowgli. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess Tarzan it works. It works out well for Tarzan. Maybe they yeah. could just release real chickens. <laughs> well, that's right. You could bring them around like Ratatouille style, where you just have like a cage or something on a table, and he just like screams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or like the little uh, coconut guys, the little coconut pirates. The what are those called? Uh, Yakamori? Yeah, yeah. Kakamura. Kakamura? Oh. <laughs> Whatever <Better>. you say. <laughs> Kakamura, and then there's Tamatoa, the big oh, crab I love guy. Tomatoa. I can't do anything with him. You could do like a. You could do a show. Hey, Moana would make a good spectacular, wouldn't it? You could redo yeah. Fantasmic with Moana and have. Hey, that's a good idea. Or you could do like. You could, you could redo T Rex and um, have. Instead of having a big T Rex in the middle, have a Tomatoa. I'm glad nice. all the all the Disney executives listen to this podcast because that Moana idea was solid, and I hope they pick if it up. If this gets stolen, I would be so pissed. <laughs> I'll say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> good, good job. <laughs> all right, we're on to the letter P, which is Jeff's. What you got? Oh my. Um, yeah, this is kind of like the figment thing. Uh, I'm going with Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I just, I don't know, I'd, I'd be beside myself. I don't even know what that means, but I would be beside myself <laughs> if I didn't pick Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, that, uh, Dave on the Haunted Mansion, his story, that's, that's, feels like that's me with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I didn't, I'm a late comer to, uh, the Disney parks as well. Um, and so, I mean, I didn't go to, I was 30, so I mean, it's, it's just one of those things, but. It, it struck me, it's like you hear about this and there's this aura and this this uh, cultural like um, uh, legendary status of, of something like Pirates of the Caribbean. And when you finally experience it, it's just, I don't know, it was mesmerizing to me. I just I just love the whole thing so much. So I'm going with Pirates of the Caribbean for sure. Yeah, I mean, the same reason as Haunted Mansion. That's a very solid answer. Who doesn't love 
Pirates. It's one of the enduring rides that makes you want to go back for sure. It's just its own little universe. It's strange to think back at a pre-Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow riding it. It's weird to even think about that now, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if they were to yank him out, it'd be like, what would they? I don't know. They'd have to put something else in there, I think, but... It'd be weird. It's just weird to think that. I, I, it's been so long now that it's weird to think like, oh yeah, that's true. We yeah. Used to like ride that because I mean, whenever any of us would have first ridden it was pre Jack Sparrow, right? Is even well, the late yeah, years. yeah, that's true. Now, do, do we know if the Tokyo Disneyland has Jack Sparrow in it? I think they all do. Okay. I don't know. All I know is Shanghai's insane one <laughs> but yeah. uh it's interesting because i'm just wondering uh if it would have the same charm to ride it for the first time with jack sparrow i, I would think so because it's just like the ride itself but it's just interesting thought thought experiment that's all i like thinking about things all right so we are on to the letter q which is dave's what do you have for the letter q Okay, so this one I got a little creative with, and I actually got really specific, and I'm going to say quick service kids' meals. And the reason why I'm going to say kids' meals is because, you know, being a local and everything, I have to really kind of just at times watch my watch my wow. When I go into the parks, I'm not on vacation, so I have to, um, if I am taking some time and I'm saying, okay, I'm on vacation, you know, I don't worry about I eat like a king, but if it's an everyday trip, I need something affordable, and I also need something that is going to really not pack on the calories. So, yeah, you can get your burger, you can get your fries on here, but even, but the thing what I like about this, it's a small serving, and you can just you can just um, have your have your little craving, have your small thing of fries, and it's not going to really do much for your bottom line if you're watching the rest of the time so i'm gonna say they're a good value for both the price budget and the gut budget it's funny one of the, the gut reasons budget. one of the reasons I love uh, for haste. my friend and i really liked disney when we went uh like us teens was because we liked ordering off the kids menu and in I, I don't know if this is the case so much now, but back then it definitely was where we would try to order off the kids' menu places and they would say that you couldn't, like you were too old. So I don't, I think we're sort of customers always right more now where they probably wouldn't get that as much. But I don't know. No, I don't. Yo, I don't. Somebody's busted for looking at TikTok or something. Anyway. <laughs> so, <Wasn't me>. um, <laughs> so, uh, that was like one of the things that we really liked about Disney was that you could order off the kids menu and they wouldn't like give you grief about it. That's what that made me think of anyway. But no, you're totally right. It's totally enough food too. I mean, you can, yeah, I, I'm with you. That's very smart. Oh yeah. I mean, one of the popular things uh, for any, anybody is the cheeseburger pods uh, meals at uh, Satuli Canteen. Um, it's still a pot. Satuli. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> I can't take it. Um, yeah, good. Okay, well, let's move on then to the letter R, which is Dan's. 
I'm going with Rock and Roller Coaster. I, I didn't don't know really you were such a fan. I'm not really, but I'm really taking myself out of it. And in terms of iconic rides, it is up there among was the, the... Was the letter R too hard for you, Dan? I was going to say, are, are, you, are you taking yourself out there and putting in uh, Annie so she can get her black Les Paul? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking one for the, the Mickey Dudes team here. Um, I don't hate it. It's a fun ride. I have ridden it, but uh, I've waited two hours for that ride before in my youth. I mean, I wouldn't Standing never do that. Ceiling fans and the outdoor queue. I don't think I would wait two hours for a vaccine for COVID, though. So, look, um, when I started going to Disney, I was coming off of being a regional theme park person. To me, it was totally normal to wait in line for <laughs> an hour and a half, two hours. I did it all the time. Uh, rock and roller coaster. It is, you know, uh, celebrates the music of Kiss. It's uh, <laughs> it's just a really you. fun. Aerosmith is one of the ride. most beloved American bands. Everyone loves them. Everyone listens to them every day. I don't know a single person that doesn't. Is Aerosmith <laughs> is that the name of the guy that plays the guitar in Kiss? <laughs> Very good, Dan. Very good. That's Les Paul. <laughs> Okay. Steven Tyler yeah. listens to this. All right. Well, that's, that's a shocker. That's what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh by the way, I, I, I can I just tell a little side story? Certainly. All right. So there was this. I I went to uh, Magic Kingdom earlier earlier this week, and. Um, in front of me, there were the, the Karens were out in full full uh, force that day, and this one woman, she had her toddler, and she was just belittling the man that she was with and really giving him an attitude. And then she asked something about the cast member, and the cast member gave her an answer. She was asking about the time, like when when the park was was closing, and the cast member said seven and. She didn't like that it was closing so early, and she was just flipping out on the cast member. And this pet cast member couldn't do anything to um, to deal to appease her, and it was just this guy had to just take her abuse in jest. And she was telling she was telling her kid then, you know, we need to get a really good picture on 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 uh, pirates and all this, and. It was just she. She was just. She was just wrong on so many levels. So it finally comes to actually being put onto the boat, and this party is in front, and I'm in the back with my party, and it's just the two of us in the boat. So when it comes down to the picture, after the way she acted, I'm like, you know what? Uh-oh. The picture <laughs> came up. I threw up the shocker, and of course, the picture got oh thrown away. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, game on, woman. Uh, how can they censor that? We learned it from Steven Tyler, we learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> so, is that is that what your S is going to be for, Jeff? Is that the S shocker? Oh man, quick right in <laughs> vote. <laughs> No, I, I'm actually, uh, I dug deep on this one. I'm going to go with Scuttle. Um, 
So, nice. Yeah. So I, I, I think we, we tend to kind of rush through a Little Mermaid, Ariel's Undersea Adventure. I want to get that right. Um, <laughs> yeah, get please do. <laughs> get it ready to pay the price. <laughs> but that animatronic of Skittle tells the whole story of the movie and gets you, I guess, primed for the, uh, the ride. And I don't know. It's just one of those little amazing touches that Disney went over the top on. And we kind of... Almost like the the um, um, almost kind of like the um, Mr. Potato Head on Toy Story uh, Mania. Um, I mean, it's just so much detail went into uh, something like that, and I don't know. We tend to kind of fly by a lot of that stuff. But anyway, that's what I'm going with Scuttle, and more specifically the Scuttle animatronic. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like uh, he's the he's your your host basically for the whole ride yeah gotta love him you gotta love that seagull don't you gotta love buddy hackett yeah buddy hackett yes yes thank thank him for for not ever doing anything that we have to not like him anymore buddy hackett dead or alive he died before on the level oh he's he's dead i'm gonna say alive no he's been dead for at least 15 years he could be like 86 are we he, looking it up? Yeah, he's dead. 2003. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I used to do that when I did trivia. I do a category called Dead or Alive. Yeah. I always felt kind of like messed up. <laughs> Be like, <laughs> all right, Andy Griffith, alive or dead? You right. figure it out. <laughs> dead. Um, <laughs> he is dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at this game, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's dead now. Walt Disney. <laughs> See, I'm better at, Trick question. I'm, I'm better at kill Mario own oh, never mind. <laughs> hey, that's one of the things we do on our podcast. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> the ladies, note, man, that'll be really good. <laughs> on that note, Dave, you have the letter T. What you got? Okay, so I'm playing categories here, and I'm going for that triple word score. So I'm going Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Nice. No um, other choice. Boom, boom. Now, here's the thing. It's a, it's a fun ride. It's iconic and all that. But I'm still up for them changing it from the Twilight Zone theme to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. But either which way, it's still fun. So I'm going to go for it. Now, have you done it at Disneyland? Yes, I have. I, I have, too. I really enjoy it. I think they did a good job. It's very entertaining. Here's and... the thing. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I just think it's just like really well done and it was fun. I don't have any problem with them. I would not have any problem with them changing it. Damn. On Power <laughs> of Terror, you scream. On Mission Breakout, you laugh. Yeah. I throw the shocker. I don't know about you guys, but that's how I do it. <laughs> I want to scream. <laughs> Jeff just wants to ruin everybody's pictures. <laughs> In my life, there's things that happen that I want to scream constantly. So I, when I go to one, what, every now and then, in more ways than one, I appreciate a good laugh. Yeah, so. Well, if they changed it to Mission Breakout, then you wouldn't be able to pick it for the letter T. Now, would this you? is true. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I mean, the queue. Come on, the queue, the lobby. Mm. So good. It fits the Hollywood oh, Studios theme very well, and and I and I love the fact that 
that they have. I, I love Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. It's so amazing. Um, it's got the randomizer music uh, montage. But the, in you know, Steven, uh, Mickey Dude Steven on here, Tower of Terror is his absolute favorite ride, and he's always said, you know, he'd, you know, chain himself to that ride if they'd try to change <laughs> it. But, but that's uh, another one where, like, you know, when I rode that, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I'd seen promo stuff about it, but I didn't know that it would go forward. I mean, I remember sitting there the whole time begging my aunt to tell me when we were going to drop. And she's like, there's a little click. That's all I'm going to tell you is there's a click. Because I didn't even know that you moved out of the elevator shaft, you know, to go forward. Like, I didn't even know that was going to happen. This is making me all nostalgic for the old days before Jack Sparrow, before you knew exactly what a ride was. Right. You wrote it because you watched on YouTube. No, YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Because the same thing for Alien. I rode that on that trip, and I didn't know what was going to happen on that ride, and I was so scared. Like, I thought something terrifying was going to happen. But anyway. Uh, you wrote it with your aunt. So for some reason, I'm just picturing your aunt's name, Patty and Selma. Am I, am I correct? <laughs> <laughs> this looks Thank like you. fun. A bench. <laughs> I actually rode Tower Tear with my grandma, too, and I, which is hilarious because I don't know what possessed her to get on that ride in the first place she actually wrote it twice but wow. she, i just remember she was wearing a big like old lady skirt you know so it, like billowed up into like a big <laughs> hot air balloon <laughs> when we went down i actually got i don't know what the right word is it's not evacuated it wasn't an e-stop it was like i don't know what to call it we got to the bottom and they just sort of backed us into like a maintenance area <laughs> but nobody told us anything wow like the guy just stood like we got to the bottom of the elevator but instead of the elevator doors in front of us opening they opened behind us and our ride vehicle backed into this big like garage looking hangar thing or whatever and we're all just strapped in and nobody again no no cast member said a word to us we were just sitting there like wow are we being kidnapped (laughs) like what's happening (laughs) we're just strapped into this car in a warehouse eventually somebody let us out but anyway that's my fun (laughs) <laughs> Tower nice. of Terror story. I didn't think I realized how weird an occurrence that was until like later in life. At the time, it's just like weird. Anyway, well, Dan, what do you have for the letter U? I have the Up Bird Show at. <laughs> that is the, what it's uh, called. The Up well, Bird Show. It's not called that. I wrote down what it's called, and I can't remember. There's like an <laughs> official name for it, but it's the Up. Sh- it's Up. <laughs> it's the Adventure Bird Adventure. The Up a Bird Adventure, like a whatever. It's the Up Show. It's the Up Bird Show. I still it haven't used to seen be called it. Called Flights of Wonder. It is kind of dumb, but like I I love birds that can do stuff and they're cute i miss the old they do like, fun things i miss the shtick from the old show that with the the old confused old man tourist guy that'd be like <laughs> what are all yeah. these birds or whatever well i like that i, I miss that but like they kind of replaced it with similar weird shtick about russell and the conservation i mean i i love it i and i love sitting in that little one of my favorite things to do on like a chilly early morning at animal kingdom is to get a tea from joffrey's and go sit in the uh in that little theater and wait for the bird show and watch the birds and watch them fly they around used to, like, and 
bring a bird out out front before it started. Like, yeah, they had macaws. They still do, people. actually. Usually there's some yeah, macaws out there. Sure. Um, I, I just uh, love it. I It's really like a fun show that is never super, super crowded, but it's really well done. The birds are really well trained and fun and um, it's educational, too. Yeah. And when I they mean, when that bird catches that grape out of the air, you just want to, like, <laughs> jump up and down. <laughs> no, I'm totally with you, though. I, re- I actually really love that show. I, um, yeah. I went to it only because I went to it on my honeymoon because uh, my ex-husband is, like, a, a bird guy. So I, uh, I figured I'd indulge his bird needs. And, uh, <laughs> so strange thing to and say. Then, but... well, and then I... <laughs> It was their honeymoon. <laughs> so I... Uh, well, am I the king's shame? <laughs> so, uh, in any case, what am I talking about? Nobody Birds. knows. Birds. Birds. I loved the show. I loved it. And I, now I always go to it because I loved it that much. Um, so, yeah, for sure. I lo- Yeah, I loved right. the, the original show a lot. We, I mean, I've got probably 10,000 photos from that place. But I still, it just bugs me. I still haven't seen the up one. I, I love up so much. I want the, I want the bird to like take a dollar out of my hand or whatever the thing is. I it will. Be, I'm gonna be that guy. Yeah, but I want to be the per. I want to. I've right. never been chosen for audience participation. Oh my gosh! I got to be the one to sit on the on one of the stumps up up on the stage once. So it was, it was pretty uh-huh. cool. Uh, I want to do it. I guess millionaire is my only thing, but I had to earn that. I just want to hold dollar up in the air. And I want to go on Indiana Jones or something. Anyway, it's all gonna be gone. They better, <laughs> they better come up with some new. They need like a Star Wars one. Get somebody up there in like a little Jawa robe and make right. I hope they don't. Oh, anyway. V. What's what's V? Who's got V? <laughs> Jeff does. I've got V. Um, this this is uh, timely. <laughs> this v. is this is seasonal. Uh, I'm going with Vanellope von Schweetz. And yes. uh, so Vanellope von Schweetz is in, rides her own little car around in the Boot to You Parade um, and also the Christmas Parade. But that's it. the Boot to You Parade would be going on right now uh, if it wasn't for that darn C COVID. Um, <laughs> so the, it's, it's a cool addition. I think it was a couple years ago. I always get my dates wrong, but a couple years ago they introduced uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Um, Ralph and Vanellope. Um, she man, she just she books it all over the place. It's like a little, <laughs> like like a little Shriner, uh, uh, Vanellope von Schweetz Shriner, riding that little car around. It's pretty awesome. Shriners and people have more people in it if there was all like in Candy Land people. Yeah, man, that sugar makes rush. me wish they'd do all the little Sugar Rush cars. Yeah. Speaking of that, we need to do a Mickey Dude's poll soon. Just so we can have that Sugar Rush uh, intro in it. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. My kid is, like, obsessed with Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope, so I have lots of Vanellope in my life. I love her. (laughs) Fix it, fix it, Felix, whenever you can. can. Used to (laughs) Magic Hammer, you got got from your old man. man. I'll wreck it. I'll wreck it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Uh, greatest thing ever. We also listen to the soundtrack a lot. <laughs> I used to have Sugar Rush as my ringtone on my old Razor phone. Where 
or was it a raisin? I'm, I'm still yeah, I think it was. I'm still upset that Disney didn't like seize that moment and make a sugar rush freaking uh, race car game just like Mario Kart. I don't know why they didn't do that. They, crazy they could that do they didn't. so many things with Wreck It Ralph and they do nothing with it. Like it's the it's so like pliable. You can make any number of rides or VR or I actually did the Wreck-It Ralph VR and I, I didn't like it, but <laughs> that's cause um, I hadn't seen the internet movie yet. So I think maybe it would have made more sense to me if I had seen it before I did the VR. But in any case, the point is that I think they underutilize uh, Wreck-It Ralph and they should stop doing that is my point. Yeah. All right, V, after V comes W, uh, w, which is me. So for W, I picked the Wilderness Lodge. Nice. I have not stayed there, but it's definitely like on my list. It's such a nice, cozy feeling. They have those little like nooks where you can sit. And of course, it's like a must go check out the lobby during Christmas place. You've got the Whispering Canyon Cafe and you get your good good transportation on your boat to magic kingdom which is cool it's just overall like a really cool um resort in my opinion and it has like again it's one of those things where it's like not a particularly groundbreaking theme or anything of course you can go to like great wolf lodge or whatever but you still don't get like just the vibe and the feel in there is so like it's just it's totally its own thing. So my W is Wilderness Lodge. Do you think they'll put uh, Christmas decorations up this year? I'm hoping they will just for a little bit of normalcy for people. It kind of give people some hope. We can't just skip Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so Dave, I've, I've had friends that like camped out the, the night they put the tree up. I, I think it'd be... Uh, that's one of my little Disney World bucket lists is to camp out and watch them put up the tree um, in the lobby. I think that'd be so cool. Ooh, that's a good I one. I think I would do that at Grand Flow. It just uh, it doesn't have the same cozy Christmas vibe. I don't know. When, if, when I think of Christmas, I think of, like, cabin. Hmm. I get you. Yeah. I mean, you can enjoy your, your Grand Flow. <laughs> In any case, mm-hmm. we're on to why, which is Jeff. Why, oh Jeff? Why? Why? Why did I get why? No, this was actually uh, <laughs> fairly easy for me also because I'm going with uh, Yeti. Um, so take it as Wait a minute. Want. Wait a minute. We didn't do X. <laughs> X, Y, Z. Oh, W. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry because I had both of them and I wrote them out of order. My bad. Uh, okay, well, I'll tell you. Wait, what wait, 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 wait. You wrote the alphabet out of order? Well, because I wrote it in order for you three, and then I crossed out random ones to be mine. And when I wrote them down below, for some reason, I wrote them in the order D, K, X, M, W. <laughs> so, I did okay. it to myself. In any case, <laughs> that's why I had to pause after you, like, what letter after B? <laughs> right. What is the alphabet anyway? So Heck yeah. <laughs> that's why we need this episode, so people can really learn it. <laughs> um, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You know, that's actually, that's the Pointer Sisters. 
Yeah. I think I knew that. Yeah. That's their numbers. Dead or alive? Pointer scissors, dead or alive? <laughs> some alive, some dead. Alive. One, they, only one's alive. Two of them are dead. They do eat to the beat. You better jump. Well, one oh, of them does eat love. to the beat. X. Yeah. Um, okay, because one X. of them's heart still does beat. Oh, never mind. That was. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing I could possibly think of to pick for X, which was um, X Atencio, Xavier Atencio. Nice. Um, he is, of course, like, this is, I mean, I know he does like voices, of course, he's an Imagineer and everything, but is his like name anywhere at Disney World? I was trying to think or not if it, if it was. He probably has a window on Main Street. Yeah, I was trying to just think of like, I wanted to be able to say like some specific reference to him, but in any case, he's, he's everywhere, so. Pirates. Yeah. Pirates and um, uh, Haunted Mansion. He uh-huh. he wrote the lyrics to uh, Yo Ho. He wrote the script for Haunted Mansion. He wrote the lyrics of Grim Grimming Ghosts. Grim Grimming, good. Grim Grinning Ghosts. Um. So yeah, I mean X. What are you gonna do? X-ray machines at Animal Kingdom or something. Yeah, he's the <laughs> best possible choice for the letter X. So now we're actually ready for Y. Why? Just... Yes, I would go with Yeti still. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh right. Yeti. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. You know whether it's Disco Yeti or or the original A A mode Yeti. Um, I was fortunate enough to. I've probably oh, said this on the podcast soul. many times, but I've been fortunate enough to see the original Yeti many times when before it went dysfunctional or whatever you want to call it um they uh it, it's pretty amazing you can watch the the little short documentaries about it and they kind of show a little bit of its movement but it is sad and i don't know maybe one day we'll we'll actually get it back but who knows i know a lot of people are like who don't didn't experience it they're like well it still seems like a movie. like there's no way to describe that would be me <laughs> yeah it really like i can't there's no way to like explain to someone how it, it was, was terrifying yeah, yeah it really was but how do you like you can't make someone like be like i don't know you you wouldn't imagine that it would be in your mind it's hard to like convey so i was really lucky was. enough to experience annie's first ride <laughs> nice expedition everest and did i know it was going to go backwards i did right I think so, but I think I, I already knew that from like Travel Channel or something. You were sort of laughing and scared ironically until the Yeti like moved lunged forward at us <laughs> and you go, Oh, the Yeti <laughs> uh, with all sincerity and terror. Um, and I can hear it it's still engraved into my brain fifteen years later. Nice. <laughs> it was scary. I, well, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like a jumpy person as it is. So I'm kind of like giggling the whole time I'm on any ride because I'm just sort of on edge about like what's going to happen. So it can easily move into like actual fear mm-hmm. <laughs> from, from mm-hmm. that mark. So, yeah. No, but it because it did. It was like you're going down the hill one minute and the next minute there's like it's swiping right at i mean it looks like it's like a foot from your face i don't even know how they did that it's crazy yeah Yeti. well not very successfully since it doesn't work anymore i know <laughs> stupid thing 
Um, it irritates stupid me. Stupid Yeti, stupid energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, R.I.P. We have one right. letter left. Do you need yes. help with it? No, I know the last letter. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Dave. All right, Dave, what's your Z? Okay, this one I got a little creative with, and I'm going to say my Z is zooming through Andy's backyard on uh, Slinky Dog Dash. I'll allow it. <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> because, you know, again, the pure nostalgia and just the, the pure joy of childhood, uh, Toy Story Land just uh, brings that out in me. So, yeah. I'm not a fan of the Toy Story movies because I ugly cry during them, so I don't watch them very often. But Toy Story Land, you know, it's it hits me in the feels in a better way. Well, I still haven't been there. I'm not a huge Toy Story person, but like, I mean, I'm still excited to see it. I mean, the con the concept I like. I wish that there was a Gabby Gabby though. I'm a Gabby Gabby girl. Like there will be. They'll I find like, a way. I like Vincent as well, her dummy. <laughs> oh, I don't, not, not me. <laughs> that would have been a good B. I like that. You don't like Vincent? <laughs> I don't really like, I mean, it's terrifying. Well, on that note, now that we have gone through all the letters, I'm going to run back through the alphabet real quick so we can listen to the official Mickey Dudes alphabet and people can listen to this every night as they go to sleep it will be so nice all right (laughs) which is also the same melody as twinkle twinkle Twinkle, little star star, yeah you can mesh them together effortlessly um all right a is for animal kingdom lodge b is for big thunder mountain railroad c is for carousel of progress D is for driving under the Disney World sign. E is for Etch-a-Sketch concentration puzzles. F is for figment. G is for ghost host. H is for haunted mansion. I is for it's tough to be a bug. Uh, J is for Jiko. K is for Kona. L is for living with Kona breakfast. Kona <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, you're right. Now you, now that you woke the person up and they were almost asleep. Uh, M is for Muppet Vision. N is for Nature. O is for Ohana. P is for Pirates of the Caribbean. Q is for Quick Service Kids Meals. R is for the Rock and Roller Coaster. S is for Scuttle. T is for the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. U is for the Up Bird Show. Uh, did I skip letters again? Oh, oh. V, is no. for Van- v is for Vanellope Von Schweetz. Uh Y is... Wait, now no, I'm nope. skipping letters. W. W. <laughs> w is for Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> y is for Yeti. Uh, X, again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Savior attention. <laughs> y is for Yeti. And Z is for zooming through Andy's backyard. There you have it. <laughs> Good job. 
Next time I'll write all the letters in order so I don't have to try to think when my brain's not working anymore. <laughs> oh, that was fun. All right, well. Good job, Annie. Thank you. Well, just, just for that, I'll go with you first, Dan. Where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Beefy Disney on Twitter and at Beefy Muchacho on Instagram. You can also listen to um, Annie and I's podcast at Fast Pass Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Are we talking about movies from the new millennium? Um, Jeff, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Braindead92 on Twitter or just plain Brain Do on Instagram. I'm starting a new website. It's Annie's ABCs and 321s. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I knew it was going to be something. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Figments Reality. And you can find me on Instagram at DJ Fell. And you can find the Mickey Dudes on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes podcast. So yeah, now I'm Mickey. I always get these right. Now, now I'm blanking. It's too late at night. You can find us. Just search Mickey Dudes, the Mickey Dudes podcast on Twitter. Mickey Dudes. Which is it? Oh my gosh, this is gonna drive me nuts. I have to look it up for real. I'm so sorry. This is extremely oh, boy. If I don't get it right. I won't be able to A, B, B, All right. <laughs> we are on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. You can even find us on Facebook. Um, we have been posting some fun participation questions and things like that. So come check us out on Facebook at uh, just search the Mickey Dudes and we'll be right there for you. And come, come tell us what you think about stuff. Um, I think that's it. So thanks again for listening. I hope that you learned the alphabet. I know it's hard, but if we all keep listening to this episode over and over, eventually we'll get it. And remember, and... with F-I-G-M-E-N-T, you can see things differently. Yes. Have a magical day. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. Hello.